Hello and welcome to the With Love podcast, where everything we say, do, and talk about is in love and from a place of love. I'm your host, Bella. And I'm your host, Abby. And we are so excited to go on this journey with you guys. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and let's talk about all things life. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of With Love, the podcast. Yes, welcome back everybody. We are so excited for episode seven. Today we are talking all about, is Jesus in my pain? We're talking about why do we suffer as Christians? What do we do in hard seasons? How do I worship God when we feel so empty? Why does he let bad things happen to good people? Basically a lot to unpack, but a topic all of us struggle with at some point um yeah it's so true I think it is really something that everyone will experience at some point following Jesus wondering if he is in the pain because bad things do happen in life regardless if you're the best person or the worst person Mm. and um hard times and difficult painful seasons are inevitable and I think um we have actually mentioned like in previous episodes how following Jesus it can be difficult sometimes and some people um, I think I spoke about this last week, may look at you and think, how did you do that? Were you not lonely the whole time? It might feel like following Jesus can mean you have to lay down every good part of your life. So yeah, we decided to call this episode, is Jesus my pain? Is Jesus in my pain? Because I think it's a real question to ask and it's important to talk about. And I also feel like maybe um, if you feel like Jesus is your pain or not in your pain, if Jesus is your pain, does that make sense as well? Um, yeah. If you feel like at the moment, maybe that's a season you're in, because we've all been there, but I can promise you right now that before we even get into anything, that Jesus is not your pain. And although at times it might really feel like he's not in the situation you're feeling or you're um, experiencing right now, I know that Jesus only wants the best for you. And um, the way he does things is different to the way we expect. And so just trust that he is in every circumstance and every situation. And he is actually setting you up right now for all that he has for you. That is so true. And there is no promise that when we follow Jesus, everything becomes sunshine and roses and the hard stuff and hard aspects of life don't affect us. And I think so many people have the perspective that life with Jesus is a guaranteed easy ride. And it is not. (laughs) If anything, it can be harder at times. It does, however guarantee a life with free support free advice direction and a best friend in moments where we feel hopeless and lonely and unable to do anything and almost as though all the walls are caving in on us and the bible speaks all about trials tests fights so often like it comes up so often that it confuses me when people think that life is easy as christians because the lord loves testing people like it is evident throughout the bible Like we are almost always in some form of testing season and that does make life pretty difficult Um, as a Jesus follower and a Jesus lover, especially when we know that God is watching our responses to the people, problems, the conflicts, illnesses, and even the disappointments that come our way. He watches our simplest actions all the way to our big dramatic actions and he sends seasons of trial and tribulation to test how we will respond in those seasons, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And I think also like following Jesus can feel like we said, like it feels like you need to lay down a lot, especially um, if you're new to following Jesus or even if you're not, it can feel like you have to sacrifice almost or put down things that you would deem as like what you want or what's fun. And that can actually be very 
difficult, especially yeah. if it's something you've never done before. Because as humans, we are selfish by nature. We want to like live according to our own desires, and we want to like have complete control over our life and do whatever pleases us. And ultimately, I think like we want to make live to make ourselves happy. Um, but I've seen like how people do that, and ultimately, and I've even done that at times. But ultimately, it actually only leads to a very unfulfilling life. And as much as we look at it and think that's what we want, I feel like down the road, we see how it actually didn't put us where we thought it would. Yeah. And I also think when the storms of life come, and they will come, it's inevitable because life is a roller coaster from valley to mountaintop. It is a constant back and forth. One day is a mountaintop. One day is rock bottom. God can and does use our rock bottom. And at our emptiest is when we show God how real and authentic our worship is. And the mountaintop, mm. it is so easy to worship when we have so much going for us. And the mountaintop feels great and the wind is in our hair and it's like, I'm set on Jesus. But the valley is where things get interesting and our worship either dies out or it is driven by our deep love and passion for Jesus and knowing that we will get through this. It's not driven by how great or how bad our circumstances are. And I love an exodus. Yeah. 14 how it says um the lord will fight for you all you have to do is keep still like sometimes when the storms are waging and the pain of life is unbearable we simply have to remain still in him like jesus drew away time and again to be still in order to figure out how to fight his battles and how to endure the pain of life that he faced like he faced betrayal from his disciples he faced going up on the cross all those things like but before each of those moments or pains or in those pains, he drew away to be still and silent and drawing away to a quiet place and being in his presence allows him to come into the situation and fight for us. Um, we have to let him in though, like in all that, we have to let him in. We can't just be like, oh yeah, he's fighting for me. He's fighting for me. But we haven't actually let him into the battle. It's not possible to win any of these battles and any of these I guess, tests or trials without him, we have to choose to let him fight for us. Yeah, I really agree with that. And I love that, like, it's a choice we have to make because I completely agree. And um, there's been, like, just to be honest about my life, like, there's been times that I felt like, okay, this is, like, not good. Like, why am I even doing any of this? Like, is anything that I'm doing worth it? Is Jesus real? Like, it feels like you just feel so down in the dumps and it's like, is following Jesus worthwhile? Like, does he see what I'm feeling? Does he see how hard this is? And then I remember, like, a little while ago, I went through a very difficult situation. And I probably have never felt so down, but I can honestly say that I felt God's presence with me. Like, honestly, like, nothing I've ever felt before. And um, how I felt in those low moments actually allowed me to hear God's voice in a way that I never had. And I think, like, looking back now, I actually think it was because I had no other option than to lean on Jesus and it was the first time where I was really like okay I actually don't know even what I'm doing I don't know how to do this I cannot manage like when you have the energy like you just can't manage anymore and so it almost like forces you in those low moments to really put Jesus first and I feel like in that he really did show himself to me in a new way and um obviously like we still go through those times life is always up and down but I think in that moment, it actually taught me what it means to hear God's voice and what it means to actually lean on him. Because mm -hmm. I'm very much like I would do things for myself. I'll figure it out on my own. I don't need help. But um, I think in that low moment, Jesus actually, like I wouldn't say he does it on purpose. Like he wants us to go through something difficult. 
But I think in he does put those low moments in our life because he wants us to know what it means to actually put him first and to actually not do things on our in our own strength, but to really, really lean on him. And um, I needed Jesus in that moment to show himself to me. Like I needed him to reveal who he was in that pain. Um, and he did do it 100%. But like Bella mentioned, it took me being like, okay, I'm not going to turn to anything else right now. I'm going to choose to give this completely to Jesus. I'm going to let him in on this situation. And I'm going to trust that he's going to show himself to me and um, that he's going to reveal to me what he wants to bring out of all of this. And those moments have actually now become defining for me because, yeah, yeah, it was something I'd never experienced before with Jesus. And as much as before, like that, it really was awful. Like it feels awful in the time. Like it's difficult to see Jesus in situations um, when you're going through them. But yeah, looking back, I feel like now in that most difficult and painful season, um, I know that that closeness to Jesus is actually what I needed. And yeah, yeah, I think Jesus shows you things in your pain that he cannot show you at any other time because it's only when you are down um, and that you really feel like you can't do things on your own that we know what it is to fully rely on Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is so true. And I love that. And I think an important test that God will always send at some point as well is how we respond when we don't feel his presence in our life like sometimes Mm. he does intentionally draw back and we don't feel him as heavy um, in order and he does this in order for us um, for him to prepare us for a season that's coming soon I guess like I mean in the Bible Hezekiah had a season of feeling far from God and he'd always had a very close fellowship with God for most of his life I guess but God drew back for a season and he felt very far from him. And this was in order for God to reveal his weaknesses and grow him in areas um, that he needed to grow on before he took on more responsibility in his life. And we don't often see the why behind our trials um, when we're in them. But if we keep the future in mind, we can get through them and we can continue to learn and grow through the trials and through the seasons of feeling far from him and knowing that it's seasonal. It's not going to last forever. Um. Yeah, and I think, like, talking about that as well, it's, like, how do you worship God and how do you put God first, like, in those times where you feel so, like, it feels like a painful time and you almost feel so empty. And um, like you were saying, I really believe that Jesus sometimes does take things away from our life to help us see what really matters. And I believe God will set up your life the way he wants it to be. And firstly, he wants to be at the center, so... I think it's important to remember maybe he's removing some distractions or things that are taking you away from him so that you can really focus on him. I feel like that could be like the first thing because it's easy to get distracted and Jesus wants us to have him front and center of our lives. And um, I also know, like, I feel like in those times, like you said, it can almost feel like everything is like lost. It can feel like we've lost out on things in our life, that things have been gone and um, it can be really awful, but, even with the last few years and like looking at COVID and stuff, I know a lot's happened. It's been a very difficult time. It's almost felt like lost time. Like even for me, I went into COVID 20 and came out 22 and like, I didn't have 21st. I graduated my degree during COVID. And um, so it almost feels like you, like for the whole world, I feel like it's been a very challenging and different time. Um, but I've seen in my own life, like this year, even in the last few months, like Jesus has restored so much. And, like, in a way that I was never even expecting. And so I know, like, at times it feels like he's taking us away from everything. But then I also know there are times where it feels like he's giving us so much more than we ever expected or asked for. 
And so I think almost clinging to that, like knowing that as empty and as painful as it can feel, like that won't last forever. And Jesus does bring you, he restores all that was lost. Um, And yeah, I promise that Jesus is going to restore everything that you feel was maybe taken from you in a way greater way than you ever would have dreamt of. And um, he's a God of his promises. He doesn't go back on his word. And he says, like, if it's not okay, it's not the end. And he has promised to make every single good, every single thing good in its time. So maybe the time right now is not what is the good. So just keep holding on that things will become good. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I also love how in Ecclesiastes it says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Like there is a time for everything. It says there is a time for everything. All seasons, hard, good, easy, fun, every season and activity in life is timed to somewhat his extent, I guess. But even thinking of stories where it comes to like feeling like you're trapped in this cycle of emptiness or this bad season, I guess. I think of like when I finished high school, I fell into like a really dark spiral, I guess. And I felt super depressed and sad. And I was in the working world. I was feeling lonely. All my friends had left. I felt so far from God. Like I even questioned him and his existence at times. All my grandparents had just died. And it honestly felt like this kind of pain that I was trapped in was going to last forever. And I was like, this is what life outside of high school is like. This is why everyone always complains. This is why everyone's depressed. Like, it is horrible. I hate it. And honestly, it felt like that season was never going to end. But thankfully, it did. And I'm, I love to tell the testimony of it. But even like, since then, my relationship with God has grown and I've become so close to him. Obviously, thank you, Jesus. But also like from there, I've still had hard seasons. Like I feel like this year has almost been a hard season. There's been so much change for our whole family. We've kind of been pushed into things that we didn't see for our future or necessarily want for our future. And it feels like this kind of cyclone season of everything changing and confusion and not knowing what's happening. It feels like it'll almost last forever, but I do also know that it's not going to last forever and I can rest in knowing that. And I always try to look at what I'm learning in the process, not necessarily what I'm going through because I found that times when I just focus on what I'm going through, I lose sight of the bigger picture and that's what keeps me motivated to keep going and keep pressing forward through these hard seasons And I also saw this quote recently that I love. It said, sometimes God doesn't change your situation because he's trying to change your heart. And I was like, whoa, that's so good. But actually, it's so true as well. The whole point of God kind of sending tests and trials and these seasons of sorrow. And I'm not discounting the pain of these seasons and the pain they carry. I know it is so real. Like I just said, I have gone through it. I've been in the crux of serious pain and serious depression and not knowing a way out. And it's easy to think I don't, I don't know, but there's obviously been a lot of hidden trials in my life, as I kind of just mentioned a bit. But the whole point of these seasons and these hard times that God sends is for us to grow and to change our hearts and almost test our response to see if our response is trust in him. And if it's not, then, okay, they need to keep going through the season because they need to learn to trust me and trust that I'm going to bring them out of it. And I've been on the end of no trust and it is so much harder and so much scarier than when we are in the season of knowing we can trust him fully. Honestly, trusting him from personal experience makes the battle 10 times easier. I know this to be true and I have seen it time and again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel like it takes a weight off when you like trust it unto Jesus and you just say, I can't do it on my own. Um, And like, I love what you said there, like you questioned 
like even your relationship with God and like is it real whatever and I think that's actually so good to question things because I feel like probably you have to ask questions you have to ask questions to get answers and anything Mm -hmm. and I feel like in those moments you probably had to ask questions and you probably did get answers for yourself and that's what made your relationship with Jesus even better um so I think it's like completely normal to question and to wonder and then like speak to God but also speak to people about it and have the conversations and yeah find out who Jesus is for you as well and maybe if things are tough right now like I would suggest finding a few verses okay so this is so funny what I did this year my brother would do this and he'd think I was crazy but I made like a prayer book where I would put verses that really spoke to my heart because I really was not in the best place and so I would write down the verses in that specific season that I felt genuinely meant something to me and um I'd write them down and I'd make notes about them and I'd put them in a book that I always have um, around so that I can always go back to them. And I feel like I really committed to letting my soul and my heart be filled with these verses and what Jesus was saying over each situation. And it's like the smallest thing and maybe it sounds funny, but I promise you having something to hold on to like that was such a good reminder. And it took my thoughts um, and my like I was so focused on what was going on around me and it actually took my focus off of the the situation and onto what Jesus says and onto what um, his promises are. And I found that that actually gave me a lot of peace and it also began to fill me with a lot of excitement for what's to come, which was really nice. Yeah, I love that. That is so special. And another topic kind of moving on a bit from that is why do bad things happen to good people? And I feel like this is a question that we can go in circles about and get super deep and philosophical about or just cut to the chase, I guess. And I think that bad things happen to good people because people are people. Like the minute sin entered the world and Adam and Eve ate that fruit, any promise of an easy life was out the window. It was gone within the first week of the Mm -hmm. world being created. Like trials grow us and bad things can happen to the best of us. But God equips us to handle these bad things and guarantees that we will win. He doesn't guarantee that we won't have fights and we won't have bad things happen to us. But he does guarantee that at the end of the day, the fight is already won. He is the victory. We just have to endure the fight and figure out who we are in the fight, learn from the fight, learn from the trial. And despite knowing the outcome that he has won it for us and we have an eternal life waiting for us, every angle with Jesus, I guess, is a win when you look at it that way. And so I guess bad things happen, hard times and hard seasons come, but it depends how you look at them. I think that affects a lot about how you deal with them kind of. And yeah, it's not the angle you want. It's the angle that we should all take because the angle is Jesus has won. And that's the end of the story. Exactly. And at the end of the day, like his will will be done. And I feel like it also goes back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, like how do we respond to the difficult times as well? And I think like also the, pains and the tests and the trials also often produce a lot of faith and faith is strengthened by tests like even like what Bella said when she asked questions like she really had to find her own faith in the test she was in and um your faith is literally strengthened by going through these difficult times because Mm -hmm. um Jesus will show you himself in new ways and it's like it almost like I feel like he gives you something for you to hold on to that you can keep with you into the next trial or the next situation and um in James it says for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and steadfastness steadfastness 
need to be firm and unwavering. So the test and the trial and the pain is producing a strength to your faith. Yeah, and I think that, so many yeah. of us, that is beautiful. I love that. And I think so many of us focus on the pain that's at the front of our minds. Like it's the first thing we think of. It rubs us mm-hmm. of the joy in the morning, of experiencing small and fun moments in the midst of these hard like seasons I guess because we're so fixed on it so I want to encourage you try not to focus on it like try to focus on the good and God in every single season and every single moment don't let it rob your ability to celebrate others and celebrate um the life the life and the joy and the fun things around you I had a friend once who struggled a lot with infertility for like years and years she shares this story all the time, but like she chose to celebrate other people's wins in those seasons, other people's pregnancies in those seasons, seeing them get what she wanted and what she was praying for for years and years. Like she chose to celebrate, she chose to see the good and it changed her whole perspective on everything. And obviously it was a season like that didn't last forever. But in that hard season, she chose celebration instead of staying down and letting it defeat her. And I think also like the Lord is the sustainer of our soul and of our joy and of everything. In Psalms, it says, mm-hmm. behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. So he sustains in every battle. Like he will bring the joy. He will bring the good moments amidst the drama and struggle and pain of life. Every trial is his. We can't forget he is in it and he is there fighting with us. So I think we also need to choose in that to cast our worries and our fears during the battle on like on him as it says in peter casting all your anxieties on him let him share in the struggle cast it to him fight it with him like don't let it just be you focused on your struggle let it be you and him together fighting for it it doesn't have to be such a lonely you against the world kind of fight like it's god for you with you fighting against the evils of the world together and Another thing kind of on top of that, I guess, is God does place people in our lives to fight with us. And we can't let the pain be so consuming that we forget that. And we forget that there are people around us who want to fight for us and fight with us because he's placed them there to do that. And speaking from a place of experience, when I say this, and having known real all-consuming kind of despair, I know that we are meant to share the burden with others. Like I remember one time when I was having like a really, really bad moment I guess and it felt like everything was dark and I was at the tether tail end of every single good thing in my life and everything was just crumbling and bad I remember I told my mom and when I told her like that I felt I was at the end of my tether like I didn't want to exist anymore and my endurance for life was over and I was so beyond finished with everything and unable to comprehend what the future had if there was any sort of future and any sort of freedom in it um but honestly, me telling her, like, it obviously it didn't heal me and it didn't, like, make everything feel great. But it definitely helped me. And it made me feel like I'm not in this alone and I've got someone on my side with me. And even in Galatians, it says, bear one another's burdens so and so fulfill the law of Christ. Like, it's law to bear each other's burdens. It's law to share. It's law to be there with each other. Like, we have to get better at this. And the, he is the help and the hope. And God created you to be in someone's life in order to bring that help and hope that it lives inside of you through him. And I think we often experience things that those around us, I guess, end up experiencing at some point as well so that we can show them and help them and point them to Jesus and what we taught us. And I guess what he taught us in those hard seasons, because I know from that season of my own struggle and my own despair, I learned so much and he taught me so much. And I now 
have a completely different perspective on so many things because of that trial and because of that pain. And I just think it's something that he's taught me in order to help others with at some point in life, I guess. Yeah, that's really cool. And um, just going back to like that other ver- the verse I mentioned about the testing of your faith, I wanted to say, I forgot to say this in a different um a different version it says it literally says this consider it pure joy when you face the trial when you face trials of many kinds because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance so it's like the bible says consider it pure joy when you face trials so I just wanted to I feel like that I just need to say that because I feel like that's actually a great reminder um don't be disheartened but face joy in the trial consider it joy when you face a trial and um yeah as we have like mentioned this pain is very real and it can be a lot easier to say oh just give it to Jesus do this do that um Mm. than to actually do it um because it's so life can be so hard and sometimes yeah it's not easy to hand it over to Jesus like we want to fix things on our own and we want things to be sorted out but um I think like it's important to talk about how we handle the pain that we face and so I would firstly say and I know this is going to sound cliche but as we've already mentioned, pray, like genuinely commit it would be the first thing. Yeah. Commit the whole situation and say, God, not like, don't do what I want in this situation, but do what you want and actually have your way in it. Show yourself to me. Like just give it over to him and let his will be done. And then I also think it's important to choose to pray daily about it, not just one yeah. be like, okay, God, you need to do this, but like actually every day set aside time and be like, okay, I need to pray for this every day even if it's just quick, like just talk to God about it every day for a little bit. And I think he will speak to you about it. And then I also think it's really important to admit the pain. I think like sometimes we can almost be like in denial that something's affected us. You know, we don't want to be like, oh yeah, that actually was, I'm not doing good or whatever. We want to be like, no, everything's good. I'm good. Life is good. But I think if you can admit the pain and what you're feeling and be vulnerable either with someone or even just with God about it, but get it out and admit that things have been tough and that you are weak and in your weakness God is your strength and so I think being able to say like yeah I'm not doing good or yeah this has been difficult for me um will really be freeing because it allows you to then get strength from Jesus yeah 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 I love that and I also think when these painful hard seasons come we can't let ourselves grow weary and tired of doing good Like it is easy. It is so easy to grow tired of trying to be good and trying to endure and choose kindness and goodness in seasons where it feels like there's no point and there is no kindness and goodness left in the world. As I mentioned earlier, I have been there through that season and trial of my life. I honestly, I was not reading my Bible. I had grown weary in following God and attending church. And um, I found it all pointless if I had all this pain inside of me and I was just like, Oh yeah, this sucks. This is no point in doing this because it clearly doesn't help. I've done it my whole life. And this is the kind of pain I end up with. But in the Bible, it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We will reap the harvest. If we do not give up, like keep fighting the good fight. I know now that from stopping church and Bible reading and doing good and all those kind of things, like looking back on it now I'm like oh I really wish I'd kind of just stayed committed in that season because I feel like it would have made the fight 10 times easier and the reward would have come at some point through not giving up and the temptation to give in and stop doing good and stop caring is so evident it is like strong it is heavy I have felt it but we can't allow the enemy to steal our fight and steal our ability to do good in the hard seasons because of Jesus 
Yeah, and I love that because I actually think like in the painful and um, the tests and the trials and the discouraging moments, it can be easy to feel like you want to give it all up and throw it all away. Um, but like we said, on the other side of the pain is a beauty and a joy that is uncomparable to the pain. Mm. And um, I love that the scripture in the Bible that Bella said, let us not become weary and doing good. Like it says that because Jesus knew we could become weary and doing good. Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't say that. So it's like instead God had said, I know, like he's saying, I know you can become weary and doing good, but don't do that. Don't give up because you will reap a harvest at the right time. And um, what's to come on the other side of the challenge is going to be so much better. Yeah, I love that. And I think also just one last thing, like your perspective on your pain determines the outcome. Like let God Mm -hmm. fight with you. Let your perspective be one that, oh, Jesus is in this with me. Oh, this isn't like long-term pain. This is just short-term pain for a lifetime game with Jesus. And life with Jesus does not guarantee a free existence, a pain-free existence, an existence where everything is roses and sunshine and candy. But it does guarantee a strength and a fighter in every season of hardship and every season of pain. Yeah, and Jesus says like he is our strength and weakness which is really nice as well yeah yeah the joy of the lord is our strength (laughs) there we go i actually do say that verse to myself all the time like sometimes even in fights with my family because we're normal and we have fights um i just say the joy of the lord is not their strength right now but he is mine (laughs) sometimes i say that and yeah I've actually never said that out loud before but sometimes yeah. I say that to myself that's what she thinks in her head when she sees us all fighting <laughs> thanks for that yeah. okay it will fights are some form of pain that come up yeah they are <laughs> they really are definitely <laughs> um but yeah so I think is that pretty much everything we wanted to say everything I wanted to say you good yeah. should we do our three little takeaways yep do you want to go first sure thing so mine are number one life is full of different seasons they come and they go but the hard times won't last forever so be so be excited about the good days ahead the second one is put jesus front and center make him your very best friend and the third one is don't stay in discouragement don't grow weary of doing good even when it is hard i love that that's so cute (laughs) oh my god So mine are one, pain is temporary. Pain teaches us, but it does not hold us. Like allow yourself to sit in the pain. I'm all for it. Learn from it. Do a little dance in it. But at some point, let yourself. Sorry, I just want to say let yourself feel things. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I do. That's great. I know. I just Um, want to emphasize. (laughs) Okay. But also at some point we do have to fight back with Jesus because pain is not and should not be our death sentence and our final be all and end all. Um, Mm -hmm. Two, God can and does use our rock bottom at our emptiest is when we show God how real and how authentic our worship truly is. Our rock bottom is the best place to be filled up because it is the emptiest you can be, I guess. (laughs) And three, life with Jesus doesn't guarantee a pain-free existence, but it does guarantee a fighter in every season of hardship. So in every season, let him fight for you. Let him fight with you. Do not be discouraged by your pain because I promise you it is a part of life and it is a part of learning. It does not mean by any circumstances, something that I've had to get through my head that God has forgotten you. He is there with you and fighting alongside you. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) 
that's all for episode seven, guys. We have one more left. Yay, so good. I'm so excited. Our last one next week. Yep, pretty exciting topic as well. Gonna be a goodie. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. we have for you today we hope you enjoyed this podcast and got something out of it if you liked it please don't hesitate to give us a little like or a view and subscribe to our weekly uploads we'd love to hear from you guys so feel free to email us at withlovethepodcast at gmail.com or reach out via instagram at withlovethepod thanks for listening and catch you next friday for a new episode